get you off my mind, off my mind Lord knows I tried a million times, million times Oh, oh why can't you, why can't you just let me go All right, there you go. <laughs> Little Miley Cyrus. <laughs> now, uh, he, now, truth be told, truth be told, Mark has said, hey, listen, I don't really like her and everything else, but she has matured and her music reflects it. Yeah, definitely. I can't agree with that. Yeah. I, I wasn't into the, I don't know, her. Hannah Montana? I, I it was like her wannabe madonna kind of years or whatever oh, she yeah. was doing yeah, i don't know yeah. what she was doing and i think she sort of looks back on that and says what the heck was i doing yeah she like wrote a song about it actually yeah it used to be young yeah it used to be young yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know it yeah what i know is i hear that stuff on the radio periodically and where i can tell you that she's matured is i have no idea it's her there you go. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's one. a isn't that a great compliment? The compliment is it doesn't sound like you. Yeah. That doesn't. I had no idea that was you. And and it almost feels like she used to be trying to be somebody she wasn't. Yes, she's yeah. just going with what she. She is. was trying to be Britney, or she was trying to be uh, J Lo, or she was trying to be uh, um, what's her name that. Uh, uh, Beyonce, but she was trying, 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 trying to be Taylor. Yeah, I I would agree that she's identified her own little little world. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And she recently won a Grammy. Too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Her first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm proud of yeah. her. Yep. Okay. All right. Enough about Miley. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For for this show. Yeah. Apparently. Right. Let's bring Jonathan back in. Yeah. I was going to play some Johnny Cash because I figured he'd be familiar with that kind of music. Yeah. Being being that he was recently released. So when you cook the wildlife, are you cooking it outside or are you cooking it in? Yeah, my wife makes me do that. Out? Yeah, outside. It depends on how big it is. <laughs> is it a steamer pot, or are we boiling it, pressure or is it a pressure cooker? <laughs> is that groundhog? Yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the no, possums no. are pretty big. I was about yeah. to ask, is <laughs> it true that possum spicy. is extremely high in cholesterol? I'll take your word for it. Is it? Do you know? I can't say. Mm-hmm. There. You're not old enough to have a cholesterol test, that's why. I have not, no. Yeah, but your LDL is off the roof, man. That's possible. That is possible. Jonathan's a good sport. Mm -hmm. That's why I keep him around. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. This is all we do all day long anyways. Yeah. So this feels normal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, cool. You're going to enjoy listening to yourself uh, on podcast over and over and over. Yeah, for sure. You're going to go, I should have said this. I should have told that guy that. Let's let Jonathan plug his band real quick. Yeah. He's, he apparently sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on the on the weekends here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, we do some local stuff around. We just played at the Mason Jar uh, last week. Oh, there you weekend. go. Okay. Um, and, it's, and it's classic country? or Yeah, we do a lot of classic country, the older stuff, uh-huh. um, some southern rock stuff too, back like the Leonard Skinner days, all of that. Did um, you guys start at, at 9 o'clock at night? What time did you start at Mason? We started at... Seven thirty. So you were opening act with someone else behind no, you. No, no, it was. Oh, so you played us. from like seven thirty to like midnight. So <laughs> it was supposed to be seven thirty to nine thirty. Okay. And 
everybody was having a great time and everything was rolling really good. So we actually ended up stopping at 11. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, locally we, we play as the Orr Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me and my brother doing some acoustic stuff. And Your other brother? Yeah. Your other brother? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not musically inclined. No, but, no, but you're, aren't you guys brothers right now, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brothers from another mother? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's right. So you're actual looks. real brother, then? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Is he cool like you? I mean, if you think I'm cool, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm cool? He's a, he's a pretty humble guy too. So JD, uh, we did want to kind of like give us some. Actually, either one of you, uh, and maybe you have different stories. What are, what are some of the craziest stories you can tell us about? It's got to be something, man. We always deal an with something different on the daily basis. Like yeah. it's always something different. Thinking outside the box. Has there ever been a squirrel in a Christmas tree that you've had to come? Remove? No, but we remove a lot out of houses, though. Really, uh, squirrels. Yeah, right yeah. now we're dealing a lot with squirrels in houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, craziest thing, gosh. I got a call from a lady one day that said she had a dinosaur in her backyard. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, this is our response fee. Sure, I'll come take care of your dinosaur. They expecting to get down there and find something. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing. I get there, and there's a huge dinosaur lizard in her backyard. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. I guess somebody had a pet tegu lizard, and uh-huh. it was... It was a dinosaur, all right. Wow. Yeah. I hear they taste like chicken. Yeah, they do. Now, that is true. Yeah. They sell those in Costa Rica on sticks. Yeah. Now, okay, this is a serious question, but a little little tongue-in-cheek, too. Mm -hmm. If you ever have a slow period, would you go to Florida and sort of be a a bounty hunter on snakes and we have discussed that really yes yes uh we we've actually looked into into probably doing a trip (laughs) you got the skill set if you did it once or twice then you could actually uh include it as a um secondary like thing like a field trip where, yeah. where you could take you look folks. It on a resume too yeah so yeah. speaking of team building exercise yeah. yeah so this is actually a very serious question how much research into the critter world do you all do and and is there like certifications yep. so the requirements there i would is, assume there is right yeah, definitely there's particularly because when you get rid of these things there is potential hazards to uh whether the, it's the decomposing part of it or that you know they could in fact have you know rabies is obviously yeah. the number so one thing people contact yeah exactly like right that. so tell, yeah. tell me about that yeah i mean uh we we are certified licensed through the state mm-hmm. of virginia uh but we also go through continuing education sure. and advanced trainings and stuff mm-hmm. uh we're actually due to go to one in march okay uh it's it's always Developing, and we're always investing back into ourselves to learn mm-hmm. to better serve our, our clients. Obviously, sure, um, especially when it comes to more advanced things like bat removals. Okay, uh, there's a lot that goes into that stuff, and mm-hmm. obviously, we want to be up to date and and current on the most you know current way to get rid of them effectively and safely for both people and animals. Obviously, sure. So, is um, is the animals that that you're and, and and most of yours, I would assume, are catch and release, or is there equal between catch and destroy? Because there are a significant number that are just considered pests, Correct. nuisances, yeah, nuisances, or whatever the term is. And if you catch those, it, for instance, I think like house sparrows and stuff like this, you're supposed you're not supposed to catch those and re- rehabilitate those. You're supposed to uh, make it gone, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we are. Um 
required by the state to do, to dispose of them a certain way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our first step is to humanely remove sure. them, whether that be one-way doors or uh, repellents or something like that sure. that we can do. Uh, but, yeah, the state does require us to humanely euthanize if we do remove mm-hmm. the property. Yeah. 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 And, and it's not it's not legal. If I were to trap a raccoon or a skunk, or it's not legal for me to release it somewhere else, is it? Correct, yeah. You can release it back on your property, but yeah. not something you can't translocate or relocate. So yeah. That, yeah, so we're kind of stuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that because you're just transferring the problem to somebody else? You're transferring the problem and also the risk of spreading disease. Sure. Uh, for already overpopulated species. Yeah, it's, it's like transferring firewood exactly. from one place and then you yeah. take it. Next thing you know, you've got uh, the bugs and then you've yeah. got the ash. The trees are all gone. Yeah, so. Thanks, Mark. Sure. I don't know. What did I do? You transferred trees, man, and now we're, uh, we're losing all of the ash. Oh, yeah. Baseball bats are now made out of laminated bamboo. <laughs> I think. That could be a lie. Are are there certain animals that are becoming more prevalent in the area that maybe five, ten years ago you almost never saw? Uh, I don't think so. I did hear that we were starting to see some armadillos mm-hmm. in the south. Yeah. yeah. We're heading north. Uh, they're, in, they're in the Carolinas now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently there were some spotted in southern Virginia recently, too, last mm-hmm. summer. So. Yeah. Um, that South Boston area. There's there, – there, you know, there are a – they're not used to being – I mean, I actually think they're cold-blooded. I don't even think they're warm-blooded. Mm. I want to look sure, that up. Yeah. I think they are cold-blooded. So for them to be able to move – Take up takes a lot. Yeah, it's a crazy weather patterns that we're seeing. In there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely. We haven't personally dealt with them yet, but I'd say in the near future we'll probably see them. Yeah, my dad. So I grew up in San Antonio. So my dad used to catch them, and we'd, we'd always tell him. But he would catch them, and it's wooden, um, and. <laughs> One got loose, and so he goes and grabs him by his tail. That thing just turned roly-poly style, grabbed him by his arm, and he could not get that thing. That's why you hired the professional. <laughs> we couldn't what, get that right. thing off, man. What's what's a, a, a couple of lessons you could share? Like Don't oh, grab we'll an armadillo by his tail? Yeah, yeah, definitely call the professionals, uh, the people that have experience doing it. Yeah. The number one thing that we see, see when we're dealing with wildlife issues is – food source mm-hmm. if you've got bird feeders if you're putting your trash outside if you're feeding cats outside that kind of thing try and mitigate those so mm-hmm. that way you're not inviting problems because um, in the end it's not fair to the wildlife yeah um, right. you're just creating a problem at that point so yeah. definitely be cognizant of that i will say since you said cats um i know cats are an incredible killer and they they take care of a lot mm-hmm. of problems, right? So people put them in buildings, and a lot of food food places will have an honorary cat, and they call them mousy or whatever they want to call them. But uh, when you when you're doing your study and you talk, talk about cats and everything else, um, with this explosion of just all of these additional nuisances, is the majority of the problem? the human themselves uh, i will say that we are a big problem uh-huh. obviously we're encroaching on their space right so with less habitat obviously there's going to be more conflict between wildlife and humans okay yeah all right that sounds cool you guys got anything else 
Give us a call if you've got wildlife issues. How do they uh, find you? Uh, they can go on our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. our website, uh, 1011nwc.com. Or give us a call, 540-838-1601. Uh, like I said, we're in different regions, so we're ser- servicing pretty much the whole state now. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we can find somebody that will. Okay. We travel. Uh, we, we deal with all kinds of different things, different services. Uh, we do in- attic insulation, gutter guards, um, pretty much anything from trapping to anything else you would need wildlife related. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to meet you both. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations Thanks on the business. On. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on the business success and much more. And, um, I look forward to seeing the truck around. I just don't want it in my yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. start to see it more because we've, we've got some more that are, coming into the area so that's great awesome that, that actually uh, i was going to ask you are you hiring currently not we're okay. totally we're totally full right now but in the near future i think the way we have things planned we're going to uh, be awesome starting up some more full-time positions so. all right. yeah cool all right well that was think, a good show yeah that was great i think we've got one more segment coming uh, okay and uh it won't be as good as this one but it'll Apparently. be good okay all right we'll fill that in all right everybody stick with us you're listening to am hodgepodge Now somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota There lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon And one day his woman ran off with another guy Hit young Rocky in the eye Rocky didn't like that, he said, I'm gonna get that boy So one day he walked into town, booked himself a room in the local saloon Rocky Raccoon checked into his room to find 